Welcome back to another exciting episode of Level Up with Sean Myers, the podcast that's all about the journey to helping you become the best version of yourself. I'm your host, Sean Myers, and today we have a special episode in store for you. We're going to dive deep into tips and strategies to go from feeling stuck and unfulfilled to taking action with purpose. But before we jump into today's episode, I want to take a moment to thank all of you who have been leaving reviews and sharing the podcast with your friends and family. Your support means the world to me, and it helps us spread the message to even more people. So feeling stuck and unfulfilled is something many of us experience, and at some point in our lives, it's that nagging sense that there's more to life, that we have untapped potential waiting to be unleashed. Today, I'm super excited because I've co-host the one and only Ewan Heinemeyer. We had so much fun last week um, turning the tables and me as the guest and him as the host that we decided to pair up and do this again today. Hello. How you doing? Thanks for having me on, Sean. Absolutely. So today we're going to go into and we're going to share strategies. We're going to share tips on ways to get unstuck, ways to get unfulfilled. We're going to dive deep and we're going to share some personal stories as well. We could actually start one with uh, what we did this morning. I'm still recovering. (laughs) Yeah. What are you recovering from? I did the cold plunge with Sean, 47 degrees, no easing in, just went in and did it. And I do not regret it. It, In the moment, I regretted it. But afterwards, it was well, well worth it. And I feel fantastic. My, my whole body, my legs, we went for a five mile run this morning. Hip flexors were a little tight. Sean's fast. So I'm still catching up to his pace. And after that cold plunge, I feel fantastic, man. My legs, I feel like I'm 21 again. So if you're, if so, if you're visioning you in jumping in a cold plunge at 46 degrees on a Tuesday morning at 6 a.m. after a run in his boxers, folks, in his boxers. You can find this on Level Up Mentoring and Coaching Facebook business page. <laughs> I, I am willing to sacrifice myself and uh, look a fool. But yeah, I uh, have not seen the footage yet. So, but it'll be on there one way or the other. So yeah, wow. check that out. Well, awesome. So tip number one that we have for you is one of my favorites. It's self-reflection. You and do you want to touch on this a little bit? For me, yeah, self-reflection... It's so important because without it, you don't know where you are. Yeah. And if you don't know where you are, you don't know how to get to where you're going. You know, something's off and you're trying different things and it's not working or you, you lift your head up. You might be 20 pounds overweight. You might have 50 grand of debt in the bank or, or and, and you want 50 grand in the bank, mm. but you're in debt. You don't have it yet. Your relationships are a mess. And you just don't know why you didn't choose those things, right? No one chooses those things, but that's what's showing up in your life. So without self-reflection, you'll never get there. You, you can't understand what, how you got there unless you try and figure that out. Yeah. And how you get there. Right. And so just to dovetail off of that a little bit, some of the things that have worked for me are finding, finding out about your own self. What makes you tick? What motivates you? Well, how do you do that? Well, you find out what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, what you struggle with, what you're good at. What is it that you enjoy doing in your free time, in your spare time? And some of these questions, when you start getting uh, curious and when you start asking yourself, putting pen to paper, aka journaling, and spending that a little bit of self-reflection time, you, you may not have the answers right away, but over time, 
you start putting one foot in front of the other and answers start after searching for resources, resources and actually getting curious about it, you start, answers start popping up for you. I will say a lot of people don't because they don't want to know, right? They, they think there's something ugly behind there or there's a, there's some form of fear and stopping to self-reflect uh, might not be a, a pleasant experience. You might have to change your habits. Uh, you might have to change your lifestyle. That's scary because you don't know what that looks like. But like the cold plunge this morning, it's rough at the time, but afterwards you wouldn't regret it. You'd still, you would choose to go through with it. So I would definitely say that if you're, if you're not reflecting, why you're not reflecting and reflect on that. Yeah. So one of the things that's interesting, I'm looking at my notes here is when you mentioned cold plunge, when you hopped out of that cold plunge and you can see this live, you, or you can see this video on the Facebook page, level up mentoring and coaching. One of the things that you're like, I felt like you came alive. I did. I felt, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was existing up until the moment I was in and I was very focused. Yeah. Like you said, I, wasn't even answering questions that you were asking me because I was so focused and I didn't know that you were even asking me when I was shocked when you told me later, you and you were in the zone and I, I went to a different place and, but I felt alive. Yeah. It, it felt so good. And that is not just the cold plunge. That is when you find something you want to do in your life and yes, and you have to reflect to get there. Exactly. And that's exactly what we're talking about. So that's tip number one is self-reflection. Find something, what it is, you know, uh, and you can do this by again, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What are what do you enjoy? What do you enjoy doing in your free time? What do you what makes you feel most alive? And for me, some examples would be when I ran the recent Spartan Beast, which is was in Killington, Vermont. I ran four hours and 22 minutes. This is the longest competition I'd ever ran in my life. So what areas of your life where do you come alive? And the way to find this is by self-reflecting. The way to you and to find that is by getting, by throwing himself in the cold plunge, putting himself in an uncomfortable environment. And then once he got out of it, he's able to uh, reflect back on that and go, man, okay, I can see myself maybe doing more of this, mm -hmm. right? Because that's where he feels differently. Awesome. Another example for me on self-reflection is uh, that shows up in, in for being a better husband, right? And so one of the things that I was able to, that I hadn't before uh, reflecting on myself is I did not embrace vulnerability. And what I mean by that was, is that it was my way or the highway. And I didn't, I was always defensive. I never dropped the guard. I never dropped the ego. And I never, I never was mindful or intentional aware about it. So by reflecting on what kind of a husband am I on a scale of one to 10? So if I'm being really honest with myself, I was at a two or a three. And it's because I never embraced the vulnerability. I never hey, I never shared with my wife how I was actually feeling. And so I plugged myself in by reflecting. I was, And you can do this as well. When you reflect, you're able to search for answers and get curious, right? And that's step number one, in my opinion. And for me, it was, I was, it allowed me to find, it, by getting curious, it's like who, not how, marriage counseling, a therapist, signing up for programs like re-engage, getting around other married couples, on maybe one or two levels that were uh do you know doing life together the way I wanted it to do it and and because success leads clues right and so at the end of the day like if you're like well Sean I don't have any problems uh my marriage is great my marriage is perfect my marriage is good you're the guy Look, that needs the help you're the guy that needs the help you're the girl that needs the help I'll just right say, Sean is not the only I, I think every husband goes through this men do not mature the same way 
women do, and I've been saying this for a couple of years now, it's like mid thirties is when I see men mature. If they do a lot, don't, I know 50, 60, 70 year olds who still bicker with their wives. Bickering is a major indication or snapping at your significant others, a, a major indication that you have underlying problems because you're not really, why did you turn that direction? I told you this. Man, it's got nothing to do with turning that direction. There's an underlying communication problem right there. There's frustration. I know a lot of women are feel like they're running life on their own. And the husband is doing his thing and the wife is just supporting him when it's the husband's job to elevate his family, get underneath his wife. And that does that's not a man being submissive to his wife, which is there's nothing wrong with that. But you're you're leading from a position that you're getting your family, your wife to a place that, that they want to go. And then you will have everything you want and getting it without them. It just doesn't come. One of you is only going to benefit out of that when you're trying to do your thing. And I think that's what you're, you're saying there. You know, you're so focused on yourself. I was the same way. Men are very selfish. And I don't mean that in a mean way. It's just that we don't think out of ourselves. We mm. think we're being a good husband. We think we're being a good father, but we're so busy doing the thing that we think is so important that we're leaving them behind you don't notice it, they do. And then that's when the, the snapping starts, the bickering, the little things that build up over time. And it's, it's worth from, from self-reflecting on. Yeah, for sure. Amen. So if you're wanting to level up your life, if you're wanting to be 1% better than you were, than you were yesterday, then it takes self-reflection. It takes understanding where you are, asking yourself these questions and making sure that you're working on some of these things that we're talking about. So tip number two, set clear goals. So this is a fun one. Ewan, this is your, this is your favorite one, isn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll explain that. <laughs> John is a phenomenal goal setter. He, he's always been that way. It's in his blood. I don't, I think he was born with a clipboard and a pencil. Like, what am I, what's my goal? What am I going to do? That's how I see him. I know that's, that's over the top, but for me, I'm not a goal setter. My brain is, I, I don't want to be restricted by a goal. I, I, I'm a, I have random thoughts all over the place and I feel like goals or goal setting is going to restrict me. And that is not fundamentally true. It's just not, it's not true. Sean, how do you set your goals? What was your thought process? Yeah. So basically, so once you gain that insight from your, from your self-reflection, when it comes down to your values and your passion and what makes you come alive, that's why it's, it's so important to align it with setting that clear and achievable goal. So these goals, something that I've always worked on is that I struggled with in the past, but that's really helped me over time is make sure they're specific, measurable, and time bound. And so what I mean by that is like specific. So for example, you uh, and I'll touch on this in here in a second. He just signed up for a marathon mm -hmm. on what that looks like, what that specific goal looks like. And then you want to measure it over time. And then what that time bound is like when you're going to be doing that goal. So for me, it's a roadmap to provide a sense of direction that is aligned with what makes me come alive um, and my values in my, in my mission, just like this podcast. Right. And to give you an example on setting a clear goal, like I wanted to start a podcast in 2023. Okay, cool. Well, that's, that's the, like, I need to be specific, right? So I want to start a podcast to serve, impact, and contribute to help people become the best version of themselves, level up and live, right? Okay. So let's measure it. So now this comes every, this, this, this has everything to do with measurable, right? What are the downloads? 
What are the subscriptions? How many listeners? Where are they listening from? And then how many episodes am I going to pump out per week? So that's, it, it has to be measurable. And then what is the time? Like, what is the time bound? Like how many episodes do I want to do per week? How many do I want to do per month? How many downloads do I want to have per month? So it, it has, so for me personally, like for the time bound, I wanted a thousand downloads, um, in 12 months. So I had to break that down and work backwards. And we'll talk about that here in a second on tip number three on breaking it down. But make sure having this roadmap allows me, a guy like me, for people that like to set goals and are goal-oriented to have that roadmap. That's as simple simple as the way I can put it. And it, and it. and it just guides me. Now, a lot of times you may be thinking, well, Sean, I have this goal, but I'm not motivated. I'm not fired up to tackle this goal every single day. Well, then that means that it's out of line with your passion and values and what makes you come alive. So that then you have to go back to tip number one. Does that make sense? And you can do that. You just have to do the tip number one, which is self-reflection. Go back. Maybe your values have changed. Maybe your passions have changed. Maybe your purpose has changed. So you want to go back and always, I self-reflect every single week. I think we'd also say you had a goal, uh, you had a vision of what it looked like when this whole thing was done or, or when you achieved those goals, it was going to look like this. And that was so appealing, so attractive that you then thought to yourself, that is a, it's a big goal and it would be fantastic. I'm going to have to get organized. Goals is really a set of organizational tools so that you can end up at where you want to go. So I'm not a goal setter. The reason I set up for a marathon, which I said in the last podcast, I would never have done. I do not, I never thought, the idea of a marathon was even a good idea or fun. So I would just not want to do it. I like to go fast. I like to sprint. I started doing a little more long distance running. No thought of a marathon in mind ever. I just thought I'm going to run a mile, run a couple. And I joined the, uh, the Alpha Run Club and I'm now running five miles. And I had this vision and it's the vision that's important, right? Because it's the way it could be has to be so enticing. So so you have to be willing to do the things to get to that vision. And if you're not, not willing to do the things, the vision's off, right? Like you said, it's out of alignment and you have to really think to yourself, what do I want it to look like? And if it's, if it's so big, so grand, and I think you do need to push yourself, it's probably not going to happen in your comfort zone because it's too comfortable. It has to have that, that sense of, can I do it? I'm not sure if it's easily done. What's the point in even doing it? Cause I know I can. And I think a lot of people back off there. So it is going to require some getting uncomfortable back to number one, self-reflecting and, and realizing what am I willing to do? What am I willing to get uncomfortable for? Cause as soon as you have the vision, you will set the goals up because you got to have what it is that you had in your mind. It's way better than what you have now. And I think, cause now I'm setting goals. Like I, I have a very strict regime on my goal setting for getting to this marathon. And I'm just, uh, it's effortless. I'm not even having to think about it. I just do it. And I love it. Every moment of it hurts, but I'm loving it. Yeah, that's exactly right. Hit the nail right on the head. So when you, f when you do the strategy, number one, tip number one, self-reflect and find out the values and the passion and what makes you come alive, then the, go the goal setting is just a tool. It's just a, it's just a roadmap to help you get to where you want to be uh, at a faster pace, right? Because if not, if you don't set these clear goals, from my understanding, from my experience, what happens is, is you're just going through life blindfolded. Right. And so they have to really align together and, and to be completely transparent with you, like, am I perfect at it? Absolutely not. But I know the importance of this and I'm intentional about reviewing these goals. I used to do it on a daily basis. That was kind of obsessed and looking at it too much. Now I look at it at a weekly basis. Um, and my goals, am I, am I aligned? Am I still coming alive? Do I still feel good about this? Am I, am I, am I making progress? Do I have any setbacks? So I'm just getting curious and asking myself questions. 
So tip number three is let's break it down, right? So sometimes the big goals, right? Like what we're talking about can be overwhelming. So breaking it down, and this is basically just dividing the larger goals into the smaller manageable tasks. Because a lot of times like, oh, I want to run a marathon. Well, well, that's great for you, but that seems super daunting. That seems super overwhelming, Mm -hmm. right? Well, yeah, I would agree with you 100%. One thing that I like to break it down, it's kind of like what I was talking to you and about this before we started the show behind the scenes is that like, for instance, if you're listening to this, you know, you've probably heard of the crypt, you know, cryptocurrency, right? And this is not financial advice or anything like that, just to kind of give you an example. So one of the things I've always wanted for the last 12, 24 months is one Bitcoin, right? And so, yeah, it's super risky, you know, crypto, but the, but the, but the point is, is I broke that Bitcoin down. So now it's like rough, you know, right around $30,000. Okay. So let's break that down. I want to hit it in 12 months. What do I need to do per month, per week to hit that goal? Well, Sean, it's going to fluctuate. Well, yeah, it is, but I can't control that. What I can control is what I do, my manageable tasks, breaking it down to smaller manageable tasks. I can put, you know, what it's $25 a week, right? Or $25 a month, whatever it is, I'm able to break that down on what I can financially do to make sh- to, to, to ultimately hit that goal if it's at 30,000. Maybe it drops to 25,000. I just hit it faster, right? Yes. Let's go. You and do you have any examples that you would give? On I just want to follow up with with what you said with with Bitcoin, but you did the same thing. You own multiple homes, multiple mm-hmm. rental homes. You're yep. you're a landlord, and you did exactly the same thing. And you started off with one house, and you broke down the goals because you wanted more. And so you did the very same thing. And it wasn't it wasn't groundbreaking. Um, you didn't have to come up with these fantastical ideas. You just stuck to this program, and mm. you ended up. Uh, with exactly what you sought out to do. And it, it just comes back down again. You had a vision. That's what Sean's so good at is getting clarity on what he wants. And then his his goal setting, I'm just realizing this now, it's so easy for you to set goals because you're so clear on how what you want and how you want it to look. There's so much more we can talk about about who you are once you get there. And we're going to get all into that kind of stuff in the, in the future. But he, if you want something, it's 100% attainable. And in what Sean is saying is, yeah, do these things you will have. I just <laughs> it's lit that up. simple of a formula. When you said that and when you were talking, I just lit up and it made me smile because the whole reason we're doing this podcast, you know, is to to help you, to serve, to impact, to contribute, because we want you to get to where you want to go, right? And 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 our goal is to give you actionable steps, give you tips and strategies and empowerment to to take action. And by doing these different tips and by putting one foot in front of the other and breaking it down, um, it, it will allow you to make progress. And that's what tying it into the vision and like what you and saying with me, my vision for this podcast, my vision for the things that I'm doing in my life right now is, and it's not perfect. I'm an imperfect action taker, just like you. But the cool thing is you listening to this, we're on this journey together, right? You're not alone. You may feel like you're alone, like I did, but you're not alone. And what I mean by that is, is like, we're going to keep putting one foot in front of the other. And if you take one little thing and apply it to your life and you're making progress, that's the beautiful thing about it is because your friends, your family, everybody around you is watching you level up and live. Right. And so, yeah, maybe somewhere to start is just start envisioning what it, you, what you want it to look like. Yeah. You know, how good could it be? How, how good of a husband could you be? Uh, how good of a wife? How good of a mother? Uh, what are some of the, the physical, tangible things that it won't bring you happiness, but the things that you maybe they will bring a little bit of happiness, but you want a nicer car, nicer house, start envisioning what those things would be like, feel like, and just take a, a temper, temperature gauge. Are you willing to do the things to set those goals, to have those things? And if not, 
then yes, you, you need to recalculate, but really get creative with that, that vision and really connect with how it feels. And that's the, I would say is the first start to, to then setting those goals is, is really what could it be? And, and know that it is available. That's what we're here to tell you today is, is really, man, Sean is just perfect evidence that it is whatever you want. It is 100% achievable. You can do it. You will do it. It's, it's just down to you. It's up to you. What are you willing to do to get it? One of the, I, I, before we move on to the next tip, one of the things that I want to share with is, and you can write this down. I would encourage you to, cause it really helped me when I listened to this and, and Lewis house said, write this down, but I didn't. But then I went back and listened to it again. I, and he said, write it down. I, I did. Cause I regretted not writing it down. <laughs> uh, so when you're doing these, when you're breaking these goals down, right? So I, helping to manage the, the smaller, the smaller task and what to do. So what is it? Right. So what, why, and, uh, uh, or what is it that you want to achieve? Like, what's the goal? And then why? And then, and then how, right? And so like, what I mean by that is like, what, like, what's the goal, right? One Bitcoin. Okay. Why? Well, financial freedom, financial wealth, financial, you know, hedging against inflation. I have to tie an emotional compelling nature behind that, right? That has to be that why behind it there. That has to be strong and that has to be aligned with my values, purpose, and my, uh, my overall, you know, what my vision for my life, like what we're talking about, what you and had mentioned, because if it's not, then it's just not sustainable. And then the third thing is how, like, what are the action steps that I need to take to hit to, you know, which is aligned with those small manageable, manageable tasks. So those three things, what is it? Why tie an emotional compelling nature about it? It has to be strong, has to be tied to your values, your purpose and your mission, right? Because it just won't be sustainable if just like, you know, the examples that we've given you, it will not be sustainable. And that's the key. If anything that I've learned in life is you want to continue to show up for 12 months and be the guy next to you is it has to be sustainable. And that third thing is how, like what resources, what action steps you need to take moving forward. Okay. Tip number four. This is my favorite one. This is my top of the strength. Take action, baby. Mm -hmm. You All these tips, this all sounds good. This all sounds like, sounds like rainbows and sunshines. And they put a smile on your face and you may have, you know, an idea and an empowerment to take action moving forward. But if you don't actually take action like me and you and can't come through the microphone and take action for you today, I wish I could, but I can't. So a lot of times, you know, if you ask yourself like, well, Sean, I'm, I'm, fe there's, fe I'm fear, there's self doubt, there's procrastination and which only paralyzes us. If you're sitting here thinking like, that's me, man, I'm just fearful. Right. And I'm scared. There's self doubt. You're not alone. I, I'm a human being just like you, but remember, this is a phrase that I love to use and you can write this down too. I may even get a tattoo on this. If you think I should get a tattoo on this, let me know. Let, let me know, like send me a DM, send me a message, post it on Facebook. If you think I should get a tattoo that says this, then if, if, if I get, if I get a hundred likes <laughs> or maybe enough shout outs, then I, a thousand. Yeah. A thousand. Okay. A thousand. Yeah. Microphone. Take action builds confidence. Let me repeat that. Taking action builds confidence. And what, let me break this down really quick. So taking action, that just means that you, you're doing the opposite of, well, Sean, I have to be confident first, right? In the thing that I'm going to do to take action. Well, no, it's backwards. As soon as you take action, 
that's what builds confidence. Well, Sean, what about self-doubt and failure and the fear of being judged and all this other stuff, right? Well, sure, that's, I mean, that's something to be aware of, right? And mindful of, but that's what happens when you get paralyzed. But rem- but if you remember, and that's why I brought up the tattoo because it's something I could put on my forearm every time that I feel failure, which I do just like you, I fear, I fear failure, just like this podcast, right? Or self-doubt in my ability and my skill sets and what I'm qualified to talk about or not talk about. Or- You're so good at taking the action, you know, and it's, un- it's almost uncommon. Mm. It, it, it's, I want to say it's super hard because you have developed it, you, which proves to, to me that other people can do what you do. You, I don't think you're just born with that, but you seem to be able to get over that hump, over that hurdle. And I have a, I have a, a story to connect uh, with the same thing, but how, how do you do it? What's that thought before most people, they're about to take the action. They're literally, you could be shaking in fear. And that's part of my story that I'll tell you in a minute. How do you take, make that move that, that, because there's only two options. Well, there's three, there's fight, flight, or freeze. Most people freeze and that means you're not doing it. What do you do to make sure it happens? Take the action. Yeah. So What's great, the thought process for you. So the great, so it's a great question. So it depends on the situation, right? So if it's like, for example, so if it's, if it's the cold plunge, right? Like before getting in this 45 degree, it just, it's miserable. If you've ever done the cold plunge, it doesn't get easier. It's just, it's just hard. Right. And so, my mindset is like, okay, it's not about this three or four minutes of suck, right? It's, it's not about that. What it's about is to me is like, what is this? How am I going to, a lot of times, like anything that I sign up for or anything that I do in life, it's like, what is the outcome? Like, what is, what is this? Is this going to get me closer to my vision? Is this going to get me closer to what it is that makes me come alive? And if that answer is yes, then I just know it's part of the process. And what I mean by that is like, for instance, like this podcast behind the scenes, right? This isn't the perfect setup of a podcast studio. And we can even post pictures of, you know, of uh, this on Facebook as well, good call. you know, behind the scenes. It's a great idea. It, I think it looks really, really good. It's really fun, but it's not the Joe Rogan podcast. That's right. It's not Nick Bayer's like cool stuff around the wall. So you asked why I took action, yeah. right? Cause that normally yeah. I would get paralyzed. Normally mm. I'd be like, Oh, fear of judgment. People are going to make fun of me. That's everybody thinks that yes. everyone does. And, and you were human. Yeah. And for me, it was like, well, no, I, I've got a literally a laptop, a $50 Amazon equipment piece and some cheap lighting in a room and with a little desk stand that Kendra used to make, you know, paint reefs on. And so for me, it was, those were just, those were minor, those were all minor little obstacles or whatever you want to call them. But it was the bigger picture. It was the macro of things. It was the vision. It's like, what am I trying to do if I can impact one person? Did it feel like pushing through? Like there's the moment you're like, nah, I'm not going to do it because that's mo- most people do not do. And I, I'm very comfortable saying that most people do not do. They do not fight through that. It's very uncomfortable. It feels like death. If I do this, I'm going to look, most people don't want to look foolish because if you look foolish, you're not going to be accepted. You're not accepted. You're alone. And that leads to, I'm not loved. I know that's really simple breakdown, but it, most things come to that. If you sit down and, and think about it and, and people cannot afford to put themselves in that position. So they do nothing. They exist. They, they won't do the things that make them feel alive and live. How do you get past that? I could freeze here. You, like that, that very moment of the actual, okay, now, okay, now I'm good. Now I'm going to 
pulled the trigger on that. Can can you think of that? What was that like when you first did it? What was the first thing you bought? Was it the table, the mic, or you, like what was it when you just said, "All right, I, I'm I'm moving forward with the podcast." Do you remember that moment? Yeah. So a couple of things popped in my mind, and the first thing that popped in my mind was, "What is it about?" Like for me, is it about there's two, there's two choices I'm going to have to make, right? It's one going down the road, most traveled or two, it's going down the road, less traveled, which one is going to make me feel more alive, which is tied to my vision purpose and an overall human, like self being right. My well being, my core values. And this is why I always harp on core values and finding out your purpose and your passion. And so when I'm making these decisions, even though I don't want to, I have that fear of fear of failure or that self doubt or that limiting belief. The way I overcome it is by adjusting my thinking at the, in the, in that moment going, I know this is, you believe you can do it. Do you think like I can do it? So then you do, even though you, you know, it's going to be uncomfortable. You just believe you're going to make it work out. Is that part? Is that sound true? Yeah. Oh yeah. To a certain degree, it's, it's, Either way, I'm going to, I'm going to, ma- I'm going to make it happen because that's just part of my, sh- one of my strengths. Mm. And it just makes it like I, I believe if, if whatever it is that I decide to do, I'm going to believe I'm going, I'm going to like the outcome of it because I've been in that rat race. I've been in that position where if I don't do this, I'm just going to beat myself up. I'm going to feel guilty. It's the same thing with food. It's the same thing with, if I don't bring my wife, you know, flowers more than a dozen times a year, or if I never bring my wife flowers, like I've done both. I've done where I never showed up. I never tried to feel her love language. And I've done the other, which is feel her love language, feel her love tank. Well, which, gonna, which one's going to be the better outcome? So I try to look at it like, what, is this going to allow me to show up better, be 1% better than I was yes, what, yesterday? Is it going to level me up? It's going to help me live my life to a greater degree. Um, and then aspire other people to live their life as well. So I, does that make sense? I, I think most people, they don't, they don't think about the outcome. See, you're so good at thinking what's going to happen. What, mm-hmm. what am I getting out of this? And then you're good at weighing up. It's worth it to do this now. Cause I'm going to have that thing. Like we just talked about earlier with setting the goals. You're so clear on what you're going to do. I think most people get into that situation and it's so intense, that feeling of fear, like it's real that that you just, they back off. Like the story I was going to say, I've been in medical sales for 11 years. I've been in sales more or less my whole life since I was 15. I've, I've sold different things and, and different types, but I've been in a med- uh, medical equipment sales for 11 years. And I remember the first time, so I've been in sales for, for a long time before I got that, that this job. And I remember sitting in the parking lot, about to go into my first hospital, go speak to a director of a department or a C-suite um, uh, person at the hospital. And I knew what I needed to do, but I could not get out of the car. I remember holding a piece of paper in my hand and it was shaking. I'm like, I was, I would have fought a man twice my size. It would have been easier to do that than go talk to some person I didn't know. It was petrifying. And I remember just, I said, I have to do it. I have to go in there. I got to do it because if I don't, what's the vision of that? Well, if I don't do it long-term, I won't have a job. And if I don't have a job, what am I going to do? Get out of the car. Okay. I remember opening the door and my <laughs> my legs felt like lead. I remember it vividly. Like they did not want to move. That, 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 that fear just was like every bone in my body was like, don't go into the fire. And I went in and 
I spoke to, I think it was, it was a receptionist and she was super sweet. And I said some words and she was like, Oh, thanks for coming in. Yeah. I'll set something up for you guys. And I remember just being like, thank you. And I walked out and I got my car and just collapsed. I was like, Oh, Oh my gosh. The fear that I was just exhausted. I, I went home for the rest of the day. I was like, I did it. But the next day I remember it was nowhere near as hard. It was so much easier to go in. It was still difficult. Even to this day, it's hard for me to go speak to a C-suite player and, and especially if they don't know me. And, but I know I can handle the situation because I have confidence. I've been in that world before, but I didn't have the confidence before. It was miserable. And now I have it. And can I transfer that into other things? Well, I do know I can handle it, but I'm still, there's still things where I've been petrified and that will probably always be there. But yeah, my vision was a negative one. I'm not going to have a job if I don't do this. Yours was, man, I want this for my life. Which out of those two sounds more pleasurable? And I, you know, I need to do more of that where I'm thinking, well, it's just like a marathon. It was a very positive thing. I know I'm going to go through a physical grind to get there, but I want it. And it's going to be, I'm enjoying every moment of it. Um, yeah, I need to do that more actually. Now that we're talking about it with uh, some of the things that I, I'm not as excited about, but anyways. After you. <laughs> Love it. Thanks for sharing the story. Well, so today we wanted to share those four tips with you. And without uh, going further deeper in the strategies and tips, start working on these. Start working on these four tips, right? And don't and break these down. Like we talked about the self-reflection, the which is tip number one. Tip number two, self, set clear goals. And then tip number three, break it down. And tip number four, take action. And then so for the following week will we have five other tips that we'll be sharing and we'll either put that in the reference notes or we'll be popping up another uh podcast or another episode sharing the five tips which you do not want to miss these these are going to be huge uh these are kind of the 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 cherry on top but at the end of the day if i've learned anything is you know don't bite off more than you can chew start working on these first four tips to level up and live and become the best version of yourself. So well, Ewan? Funniest yeah. caption of me going into the cold plunge, discussed this earlier, uh, wins. I don't know what you win. On the Facebook? Yeah, yeah, on the Facebook. Caption it, funniest one. We're just looking for something funny. Please be kind. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Let's go. And there you have it. Our tips and strategies to go from feeling stuck and unfulfilled to taking action with purpose. Remember, you have the power to transform your life and live with intention. It's never too late to start this journey. That's all for today's episode for Unstuck and Unleashed. Thank you so much for joining us on this adventure of self-discovery and personal growth. If you found today's episode helpful, please share it with someone you think might benefit from it. And as always, keep moving forward with purpose and passion. Until next time, level up and live.